This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by about an hour from now as we do the show chronologically. So hour number two, it'll be Rand Paul, U.S. Senator. We talk about Fauci. We talk a lot about Fauci. Take Fauci to task on, you know, recently the six foot rule wasn't really scientific. Carrie, it wasn't really science. Yeah, I heard about that. Well, let me ask you this. Isn't Fauci science? I was told he was science. He was, is. They're attacking science and I represent science. I am science. (laughs) What? You're, talking, you're not science. What are you talking about? So we take him to task on masks, on six-foot distancing, on um, on shots. Do they work? Do they not work? You know, everybody who told us the shots all worked are now saying they didn't work. Did you know that? Uh, yeah, I do know that. Yep. Because what they said was, specifically they said, if you take the shot, COVID dies with you. Uh, it stops okay. at you. Doesn't go to the next person. You're going to keep yourself safe. Your no. family safe. Everybody's going to be safe. No, no, uh, safe. that firsthand. No, not true. Anti-vaxxer. So, <laughs> I mean, and and none of it was true. But they're all walking it back as if they never said it. I have well, they said a, it over and over and over. I have again. a compilation video coming up and audio that proves them to be liars. Hmm. Make sure you stick around. That'll be next hour. Don't miss a second of it. Plus, Chip Roy, hour number three. He's on the campaign trail with DeSantis. We talk a lot about why the Republicans won't use their leverage in the House of Representatives to stop all this overwhelming spending. In the meantime, all of these stupid moves to try to get Trump off the ballot keep on going to new courts. And oh, Did you see that Trump is in court again with this, this woman who says that Yes, he allegedly sexually whatever this E Jean Carroll yes. Elizabeth Jean Carroll whatever. Yes, um, back in court, and today the judge threatened to kick <laughs> Trump out of the courtroom. Yes, he did. You know what Trump said? Yes, I know he was talking to his lawyer. Are you? Do you have it, or are you going to say? I don't it, have or? it. Oh, okay. Saying that this is a con job. What did he say? No, he said I will kick you out of the courtroom. Trump's answer oh, was... Oh, something that I wish you would. I or... wish you would. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, he's trying to get yeah. kicked out. He doesn't want to be there. So, uh, I mean, that that's all very interesting. Now, this is the same woman who called rape love or sexy or something, which is very weird with um, CNN. She's now saying that Trump defamed her after she won the last um, uh, the last case or whatever. Those who are on X and everywhere else saying that he's facing a felony trial, this is not even criminal. This is a civil trial. This is civil. Stop. Please don't speak until you know what you're talking about. But let's talk about the actual attempt to remove him from the ballot. They tried it in Colorado. That's been stayed, so he's still on the ballot there. They're trying it in Maine. What's the latest on that one? 
From Fox News, the Maine Superior Court issued a stay of the Secretary of State's decision to remove former President Donald Trump from the state's Republican primary ballot pending a decision from the U.S. Supreme Court. A Trump appealed Maine Secretary of State Shana Bellows ruling earlier this month, but the court on Wednesday said it will not consider the matter until the high court issues its own decision in a related case out of Colorado, saying it would be imprudent for the court to rule on it before then. And the court denied Trump's motion to supplement the record and denied his motion to stay proceedings, but also stays the Secretary of State's ruling pending the decision by the Supreme Court. And the court remanded the matter to the Secretary for further proceedings as necessary in light of the United States Supreme Court's forthcoming decision in Trump versus Anderson. As part of this remand, the Secretary is ordered to await the Supreme Court's decision in Anderson and no later than 30 days after Anderson's issuance to issue a new ruling, modifying, withdrawing, or confirming her prior ruling dated December 28, 2023, the court ruled. A ruling from the Colorado Supreme Court in December removed Trump from the ballot there under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. Colorado is a Democratic-leaning state that is not expected to be competitive for Republicans in November. Thank you. Here we are again. And again, the whole wording of it is weird. In Colorado, they tried to say that Trump was ineligible because he took part in an insurrection. Insurrection is an actual legal charge. It actually means something. He hasn't been charged with insurrection, certainly has been convicted of insurrection, and in the 14th Amendment itself, it literally says Congress has to pass legislation to keep this guy off the ballot. So in Colorado, they had no leg to stand on. It was bogus. So they make... They make the move in Colorado, and it was shot down in the lower courts, gets to the Supreme Court of Colorado, and they say, yes, four to three, four Ivy League trained idiots said, yes, you can keep him off the ballot because, yes, he did take part in insurrection. Again, it's not up to any court to decide. It is up to to court to decide whether those bringing the charge that he did an insurrection are right or wrong. Of course, they're wrong. There was no insurrection. Trump was not charged, nor, nor any American charged with an insurrection in, in accordance with January 6th. And certainly nobody's been convicted of it because they haven't been charged of it. So, having said that, now Maine decides, well, we're going to kick him off. And it wasn't even a court case that was brought. The Secretary of State, this left-wing, Obama-Biden-loving Democrat loon, this Shanna Bellows, Shana Bellows, whatever she pronounces it, she decides, it's my duty, it's my duty, it's my duty to kick him off the ballot because the Constitution says I have to. Again, the Constitution in the 14th Amendment says that nobody who has taken part in insurrection can serve in, in Congress. It like literally excludes the vice president and president. But even let's say it included the vice president and president. There was no one who was charged with insurrection. Nobody was convicted of insurrection. Trump did not take part in an insurrection. And if he had, you can't just say it. He's got to be convicted of it. And legislation has to be passed in Congress, read the amendment, that says Donald J. Trump may not hold office again. Carrie, has any of that happened? No. Yet for some reason... We're still dealing with this. So you've got some superior court or whatever now in Maine that says, yes, 
the Secretary of State can do that. No, I'm not going to stay the Secretary of State's move because Trump wants me to, but yes, I am going to stay it until the Supreme Court of the United States takes it up. What? Carrie, are they trying to confuse us at, the, at this point That's, or what? Uh, if they're trying, it's working, yeah. I mean, it is. We, we do this for a living. My brain hurts from all the thinking I have to do every day just to be halfway decent yeah. on the radio. So I had to deal with that, work it out, and make it make sense, and then try to somehow disseminate it to people who decided to listen or watch. And it is not easy. No, and in the mainstream media, you're not getting that. No, the media is just saying. Answer, that definition, that clarification of what exactly is going on with these ballots. Well, let me ask you this. Does the big media have access to the 14th Amendment to read it? Yes. So they can read it if they they chose to. Yeah. So let me ask you this, and and this is going to take, but it's journalistic opinion. Do you think they've read it and don't understand it, or are they purposely not saying what's in it because they know that it exonerates Trump? Mm, I think the latter. Probably so. Yeah. Because those who are not telling the truth about it must be hiding something. It's almost like the Lloyd Austin thing again. He didn't tell the truth about it. He tried to hide it. Be subtle, no lights and sirens. This one, I'm kicking him off because of the 14th Amendment. No. Okay, let's go to the next court. I'm kicking him off because of the 14th Amendment. No. Let's go to the next court. Kicking him off because of the 14th Amendment. Supreme Court in Colorado says, yeah, sure, okay. Sounds good. And the media should be saying the court makes a ruling that goes against the Constitution. And everybody in Congress should be questioned about this because why? The 14th Amendment says Congress would have to pass legislation. Start questioning them, left or right. Hey, did Trump participate in an insurrection? The left is going to say, yes, he did. The right is going to say, no, he didn't. Do you understand that the provisions in the Constitution via the 14th Amendment, Section 3, say that you have to take up legislation? Okay, you, fill in the blank lefty, say he did participate in insurrection. Jay Paul, who actually called it an erection the other day, not insurrection. Jay Paul from Washington. Did he participate in an insurrection? Yes, he did. Okay, do you know what the next step is? Either yes, I do. We have to vote in Congress and pass legislation to kick him off the ballot. Or no, I don't, and he just shouldn't be on the ballot. I'm thinking she'll say he just shouldn't be on the ballot. She literally, as part of Congress, has to make a move to get him off the ballot. Do we know when the Supreme Court of the United States is going to take this up? No, I don't. I, I can try to look, but... Do me a favor. See if you find anything. Okay. Um, and if you need a lozenge, let me know. Thank you. I'll head over and bring you, bring you right some now. Vicks or something. Thank you. Um, the fact is, it's very simple to read the English in the, in the Constitution. Just like when I say every mail-in ballot that was counted in 2020 in a state where it is not the law to accept mail-in ballots, should not have been counted. Not one of them. Not even one. Zero mail-in ballots should have been counted in states where the legislature didn't pass a law or pass legislation that was signed into law by the governor. You shouldn't have accepted any of the ballots. If you throw them all out, as you should, Trump wins easily in 2020. I, I can absolutely say that. No doubt. Carrie, anything? Arguments will be held in early February. Okay. So what is the argument even? (laughs) You know what I mean? Because if what I just said is true, and it is, I'm not giving you my conservative spin. I know what it says because I've read it. It says it very clearly. 
Now, if Congress did this legislation to kick him off the ballot and they somehow passed it and Joe Biden signed it, I would be giving you absolutely my my version for my conservative constitutional stance. But all I've given you so far is the well, verbatim. Uh, the, the And this is coming from the Associated Press saying that when the court hears the arguments, they're going to be good. They're going to be considering for the first time the meaning and reach of the 14th Amendment. This is going to blow up in the faces of the left, and here's why. The 14th Amendment has de facto replaced the 10th Amendment. Here's what I mean. The 10th Amendment of the United States Constitution basically says whatever we didn't cover in the first nine goes back to the states. The first nine are all requirements and restrictions on the federal government. Anything after the first nine, according to the 10th, the states will decide because we have a federalist system in this country. Federalist sounds like it means central government. It doesn't. Federalist means the states have more rights than the central government. Central government has gotten so big and bloated that it actually has more power than the states. That was never the intention. But the 14th Amendment screwed everything up. In their, in their haste, to make sure former slaves had full rights, which was correct. They should, and they do. They did. There were no former slaves still alive. The 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendment were post-Civil War amendments that were supposed to right the wrongs. The problem is that the 14th Amendment requires due process under law. And you go, well, what does that mean? Why is that a problem? That sounds good to me. What it means is when Hawaii passed a law that said gays could marry in Hawaii and Vermont did the same thing, the gay lobby then took it to the Supreme Court saying, hey, 14th Amendment says you've got to have due process under the law. You can't have a law in this state that isn't a law in that state. It's got to be the law everywhere. So they did it. And (laughs) that's a problem. That means states don't have the rights to make their own decisions, which is very, very strange. So the 14th Amendment is going to be in question now. And if they only go with the third section of the 14th Amendment, then the lefties will be okay. This is going to be thrown out. There is no insurrection. They can redefine insurrection however they want. It says it in plain English that the Congress has to pass legislation. Having said that, if they look through the entire 14th Amendment, anchor babies might be gone. Because they're, people are coming here illegally, having a baby, they drop a kid, and the baby suddenly is an American citizen. That might go by the wayside. They're really playing with fire here on the left if they have the Supreme Court, which is a conservative court right now, re-examine the 14th Amendment. There's a lot in there that the left has been taking advantage of for a long time. Your thoughts about this, this whole insurrection stuff, what you think the Supreme Court will do once it gets the case, and it has the case, and it's going to be looking at it, I guess, in just two or three weeks. What do you think is going to happen? And will this make all of these stupid challenges go away in all these states? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Coming right back. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, 
to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. All right, glad to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. What bothers me, and listen, I like talking about it. I like talking about our rights. I like talking about how government was formed and how it works. I really do enjoy that. And I'm not suggesting you've got to be a pinhead like me and go and read all this stuff and, and know it backward and forward. But why not at least look at what's showing up in the news? If somebody shows up on the newscast and says, a First Amendment battle is going on in such and such. Why wouldn't you go and look up the First Amendment? Go and read it. Go see what it says. Second Amendment advocates want more guns. Well, why don't you go and read the Second Amendment, see what it really says, and see what it really means and what the intention was. Fourteenth Amendment uh, advocates, blah, blah, blah. What does the Fourteenth say? Go read it. Go see what it means. And again, I'm going to tell you the truth, whereas like an Obama lied about the Constitution. He said it was a, um, a restriction on rights. It wasn't. Or he said it wasn't a restriction on government, and it is. The Constitution literally was put together to say, you have these rights given to you by the Creator. Government can't infringe on them. We're to show you exactly, we're to spell it out. They can't tell you how to worship. They can't make a law saying you've got to be this religion. They can't restrict your ability to assemble. They can't restrict your ability to, to bring redress. They can't restrict your ability to, to, uh, to have a firearm. It says these things. And they aren't, we the government give you this right. No, no, no. It's the assumption that you have the rights. We the government can't take them. And the reason they were important is because in England, King George III took all the rights. Made you be Anglican. You couldn't have a firearm. You couldn't speak out against the monarchy. And and our founders said, we're not playing that game again. And then they got to the 10th Amendment and said, okay, we covered everything that the government, the federal government can't do. Now let's throw everything else back to the states because we want to be small in central government. And they were, they were, they're all rolling over in their graves with the trillions of dollars that we spend every year on federal government. Let me go to Charlie in Austin. Charlie, what's going on? Hi. Yes, I'm, I want to agree with everything you said about the 14th Amendment. Thank you. The first point is the president's not subject to it because of the language uses the word officers. And right. the oath of officers in the U.S. Constitution is different from the one given to the president. Yes. Secondly, as you mentioned, there's no due process protection for the president being accused by a non-elected um, secretary of state right. to make a unilateral decision without any input or any defense. Thirdly, the January 6th was a railroad uh, investigation because there were no Republicans on the committee and they destroyed all the records. Fourthly, they've been colluding with Willis in, in Colorado, and I've read some case law recently that says she's, if the judge follows the law in Georgia, she should be removed for conflict of interest. And fifth, I want to make the point that Jack Smith's appointment, I agree with what Ed Meese said, that his appointment is improper because essentially uh, the uh, appointments clause was not complied with. It's yes. not subject to uh, appointment by or confirmation by the Senate. And the, uh, Congress appointed no money to a special prosecutor because that position does not exist. So the yes. Supreme Court should invalidate everything in those three cases. Charlie, and that's what I, I, I wanted I, to say. Well, listen, the, like, I got to run. Uh, you, what you said was amazing. Amazing. Uh, I do want to say this, though, and you might not have seen this. Brian Kemp, the governor of Georgia, went to Davos to go take part in the WEF, and he decided not to take action against Fannie Willis, which completely blows my mind. 
I kid you not. 888-941-PAGS. JoePags.com. Stay right here. Joe Pags.